0: Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called The Witnesses Testify. I probably missed my calling. Perhaps I was meant to be an attorney who regularly goes to court representing or defending, arguing or persuading this or that cause or person. My favorite after-school program when I was in middle school was Perry Mason. Yep, the old black and white one with Della and Paul. Then there was Matlock, L.A. Law, The Practice, and John Grisham novels that followed. Courtroom dramas have always captured and held my attention, but think of it. The most intense part of the plot is when the witnesses reveal what they saw or heard. Why? Their testimonies have the power to set someone free or put them away for life. Systematically, Jesus brilliantly answers the probing demand of Jewish leaders for proof that he is indeed who he claims to be in the rest of John chapter 5. Jesus comments about himself, then the testimony of the Father, John the Baptist, his miraculous works, and the scripture itself. In this briefing, first Jesus' words, followed by explanation, as we take a look at John's account, John writes, Jesus said of himself, If I testify about myself, my testimony is not valid. Of course, Jesus knew the principle that there must be at least two witnesses, as cited in Deuteronomy 17 and also 2 Corinthians, and further, that a man's testimony about himself could not be accepted. It was a brilliant way to start his comments to the demanding Jewish leaders. Instead, He says, there is another who testifies about me, and I know that the testimony he gives about me is valid. You have sent messengers to John, and he has testified to the truth. I don't receive man's testimony, but I say these things so that you may be saved. John was a burning and shining lamp, and for a time you were willing to enjoy his light. End quote. John the Baptist had preached about Jesus before Jesus came on the scene. The Jews had sent folks out to the desert to hear him, to see him baptizing. Jesus here refers to the Baptist as a burning and shining lamp. The purpose of the lamp is to light a path, to bring light to an area. John was that lamp that enabled folks to see that Jesus was the Son sent by God. As he said in John 1, Behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus continues, But I have a greater testimony than John's because of the works that the Father has given me to accomplish. End quote. The works of Jesus. You know, the miracles that had been wrought by his very thought and will, such as when the son of the Roman official was healed without Jesus even seeing the lad. These were testament of Jesus' claim to be God. He continues, These very works I am doing testify about me that the Father has sent me. The Father who sent me has himself testified about me. You have not heard his voice at any time, and you haven't seen his form. You don't have his word living in you because you don't believe the one he sent. You pore over the scriptures because you think you have eternal life in them, yet they testify about me, and you are not willing to come to me so that you may have life. I do not accept glory from men, But I know you, that you have no love for God within you. I have come in my Father's name, yet you don't accept me. If someone else comes in his own name, you will accept him. How can you believe? While accepting glory from one another, you don't seek the glory that comes from the only God. Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. End quote. The works came only from the hand and the bidding of God, as Jesus says here, who has testified about him. Heaven itself had opened when Jesus was baptized, as God the Father authenticated the sonship of Jesus, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. These are the words I long to hear one day when Jesus welcomes me home. Jesus continues, Your accuser is Moses, on whom you have set your hope. For if you believe Moses, you would believe me, because he wrote about me. But if you don't believe his writings, how will you believe my words? The Jews missed the testimony of God the Father, and they missed the written testimony that they practically worshipped. The very scriptures they revered and the law that they endeavored to uphold, every jot and every tittle, pointed to the Savior, to Jesus, and yet they were looking at their Messiah and they missed him. Too consumed with religion and religiosity, too caught up with what others would think. They did not really love God, and so they could not receive or accept his greatest offering of love to mankind standing right in front of them.